0: so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Mission 2. I've had a little bit of a break because we've been away on our baby moon, uh, which I feel so so grateful that i was able to do um and i also took off a couple of weeks um, with school holidays so yes but we're back today and um we've got a really special episode today uh permission to grieve um and i just wanted to give you all a little bit of a heads up that in this episode i will be speaking about grief more broadly As well as my experiences with miscarriage and pregnancy loss and also grieving over the festive season whilst also navigating life as a CEO of my business. So if either of these things are not subjects that you would like to listen to right now, then please check out my previous episodes and I can't wait to see you next week for more. Uh, For those of you who think that this episode might be supportive for you, uh, let's dive in. Uh, So just to start with, I wanted to be really clear that um, as I'm sharing my experience and my knowledge, um, I'm more so drawing on my qualifications and expertise as a therapist here rather than as a coach for this episode, although obviously I, you know, I kind of um, draw on both skills at certain times. Uh, I just wanted to be clear about that. So Some of you may know this already, I think um, most of my beautiful clients do, Um, but maybe my general audience and um, on social media and those of you listening to this episode may not know that I had a um, miscarriage at the end of last year. Uh, I was uh, 10 weeks pregnant, so... I was almost through that, um, you know, that kind of 12-week window where they, they say you're more vulnerable to a miscarriage. And honestly, it really shocked me, I guess, um, to be 10 weeks pregnant um, and then to, um, yeah, start bleeding, I guess is also going to be quite a, a graphic episode, you know, like I'm, I'm going to share my experience. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of an interesting pregnancy, I guess. I didn't have as much morning sickness And I felt reasonably well and keeping in mind this was 2020 so it was a year that COVID came and um, hit everyone in different ways but everyone pretty hard Uh, and even though I was in Perth and we had a much shorter lockdown than some of the other places in the world um, it had been a pretty tough year it was it like emotionally I found 2020 really hard as a therapist and a coach, but particularly as a therapist, because um, there was about two months where my daughter wasn't at school. We were in lockdown and I just felt really emotionally drained. um, And like, I didn't really want to do my job in some ways. Um, But also I felt like a deep sense of responsibility as a therapist during that time that, you know, I needed to continue to support my clients because it was, you know, really challenging for them as well. So Um, And I'm so, so grateful that I get to support clients in a therapy way and in a coaching way and my online group. So it was a really interesting year. Like I'd I'd had the most amazing year in my business. I launched the Happy Biz Mama project for the first time. I launched Permission Granted for the first time. My coaching started to take off um, and yeah, I was still working uh, in my counseling practice as well. was a really good year for my business but it was a very hard year personally and I think that losing our baby at 10 weeks was just like the final straw (laughs) Um, it felt like you know I was just sliding into the end of the year and there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and yeah then I just felt um really at first I felt very shocked obviously because um 10 weeks is quite far along and I felt really sad Um, But also it was quite physically challenging. I think this probably doesn't get spoken enough about with miscarriage. But um, for me, you know, being 10 weeks along, there was, um, yeah, my body had to go through a lot. Actually, I had I had a natural miscarriage. So, um, you know, we I didn't need to have any surgery or anything like that. Um, But my hormones were all over the place. I had horrendous headaches for, I'd say, a month or so afterwards. And yeah, I guess the biggest thing was just the grief and the sadness. And um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about grief after miscarriage because I think um, I was so sad and I was so flat that probably... If I'd been to see a psychologist, you know, and they hadn't looked at the context, it would have looked like depression, you know, like really having a lot of trouble getting out of bed, having a lot of trouble picking my daughter up from school, just not feeling motivated at all. And I found everything so triggering, like, you know, I'd drive to Pilates and then I'd sit in the car park and I'd be like, no, I can't go. Like I was just um, in tears and Yeah, I just really, I guess, in a nutshell, lost my mojo. Um, And what I mean by that is I lost like my energy, my drive, all the things that bring me joy. Um, You know, I think that's the thing about grief as well. It often has a ripple effect on our lives because, um, for example, I had just launched another round of the Happy Biz Mama project. And I think we were only in week two when I lost the baby. So um I was so grateful the women in that program I always attract very um big-hearted understanding compassionate women and so they were really um you know beautiful around me taking a couple of weeks off to just process the loss and to heal um but yeah it definitely um I guess, impacted my experience of holding space for women that that time round, in some ways, actually, I'm so grateful for those women because holding space for them was actually part of what helped me get through the experience. I I feel like holding space for others um, is always really energizing and, and gets me reconnected back to my power um but I also didn't feel 100% like the best version of me you know which is the always how I want to show up as a coach um and then so so I guess it affected um the final round of the Happy Biz Mama project because I don't run that anymore but also then what was really tricky was um yeah navigating Christmas like descent because the miscarriage happened around um middle of November if I remember correctly and Um, you know, navigating December, which is such a joyful time when you're still grieving is, is really hard. I, um, yeah, I found like, um, i remember my daughter's school concert, you know, like it's such a happy time of the year. Um, and it was really special, but like, it was just twinged with like a, a seed of, um, sadness, you know, and, and yeah, everything about Christmas that um that year just felt different for me. Uh, and then also because my my most favourite thing that I do in my business is permission granted my ten month year long experience because it's a year long experience um, I only really get to launch it once or you know maybe twice but I, I essentially have to have finished the launch by January and there I was thinking you know I'm someone who really believes in focusing on my energy. I'm someone who believes in, you know, showing up um, really in an inspiring and vibrant way in my business, especially when you're launching something. Um, But I just had no mojo. And I was like, oh, what's going to happen with Permission Granted in 2021? I just don't um, feel like enough joy, enough energy, um, enough motivation to really make this program happen, but I also absolutely love this program and, and want it to, to keep going. And if I don't show up for my launch, then you know it won't get to be a 10-month experience. So I was sitting with that as a business owner. Uh, and that was really, really challenging to navigate. I went to I'd already booked in for a like day business retreat with Tracy Spencer before I'd lost um Bub. And so I think that um, that was really I remember driving there and thinking, oh, what am I doing? Like, I wouldn't have booked this if I'd known how I was feeling. But it was actually so energizing to be around other women in business and and, and in, you know, Tracy's amazing, her energy. So um, that really helped me. Um, but then I think so this is where I'm going to talk to you. I guess I'm gonna split this episode up into two things. One is how how we can support ourselves through grief and two, how we can navigate being a CEO of our business from a place of compassion and hope. And I'm really just gonna riff this episode and share what's from my heart and my story rather than having lots of structure. So if that's not your your style, that's okay, but uh, that's how I'm doing it today because it didn't feel right to kind of prepare this episode too much, I have to be honest. So. Look, I'm going to start first with um, navigating grief, because I guess first and foremost, if you're a business owner, you're a human being first. Right. And you have to attend to your human needs and your energy and your emotions first before you can attend to your business in some ways. That's what I believe anyway. Um, and so I often get asked as a therapist, I get asked this more as a therapist and as a coach, but it does come up sometimes in coaching calls too, like um, what, what tools do you use to grieve? Like, how can I, how can I essentially fix this or how, you know, and, and what I say about grief is that the only way to grieve is through it. We can't skip it. So I always think about, you know, it's like trying to, um, you know, get to the other side of the park by um, going around it instead of walking straight through it. You, you need to go through it. You can't skip it. And so the number one thing that helped me was just allowing myself to really feel all my feelings, to express them, you know, lots of really beautiful chats and text messages with friends. Um, Nick and I did like um, quite a few walks on the beach. Um, actually, we, we were, it was like a really hard time in our relationship, but it also made us really close I guess that's kind of a cliche but you know I find some stressful things in relationships can kind of you know you you react in a way as a couple where you feel further apart and you're kind of quite you can be quite divided that's just my experience but there are other things in relationships that can bring you closer together and for whatever reason this um our loss kind of really did bring us closer together so that's the big thing to to know about grief Um, it's not something that we can, um, and also this is what, you know, most therapists would agree with me around this, that it's not something that we can teach, um, teach tools to, um, to make it go away because it's not like depression or anxiety or something like that. It's, it's you, you responding to a loss. And so you need to be able to process that. Um, And so, yeah, lots of things that I did, like I went back and saw my old psychotherapist who I hadn't seen in quite a while. I also kept working with my mindset coach and I had two healing sessions. I'll share the links below with the beautiful healers, Alira Potter, I had an amazing session with Alira. um, And I also had a session with Sammy. So I'll share their links below. But, um, so I think it's really like being, when you're grieving, for me i felt like this really vulnerable sponge that just needed lots of tlc needed to be around the right people um and needed to be around people that were um supportive and understanding and i'm so grateful you know well obviously it's sad that miscarriage is so common um for women but I'm also really grateful for all the women in my life who shared their experiences of miscarriage with me, because I think um, if you've never been through a miscarriage before, you sometimes don't know what to expect. So that's the main thing, you know, accepting your emotions, um, getting support, allowing the emotions to move through you. And knowing that grief isn't something that we ever get rid of. We, we just learn to carry it and, what tends to happen is that our life gets bigger and the grief gets smaller. And that's definitely like my experience. Like I still feel sad about the loss that we had last year. Um, but, and, and even being pregnant this year, like, you know, that it's been tinged with some sadness at times, you know, because I guess while I was pregnant, I was thinking, well, I would be holding a newborn baby right now if I hadn't lost um, our bub. So yeah, I think you know recognizing that grief isn't something that we can skip and that we we just learn to live around it is really really important and also what's interesting is when we're grieving a miscarriage we're grieving for what could have been it's the unknown so it's like we've we've lost this um this potential or this future or this hope and I think um that's really different to losing a person in your life that you've already um you know experienced uh you know in the living in the world with you for however long um it's just a different type of grief um and it's that unknown yeah and the, the main other thing is accepting and asking for support and creating space to grieve uh and You know, like I said, I took two weeks off fully from my business. Like I cancelled all my clients. I cancelled Happy Biz Mum. Well, put it on hold for two weeks. Um, And that felt really important for me. I know other women who say that they have worked through a miscarriage. Um, You know, they have, um, yeah, just kept going or they haven't, they've actually found it supportive to keep working. So everyone's different. But for me, I think because my job is also very emotional, I really needed that space. And in terms of navigating being a CEO of your business, um, I think this is this is really challenging, right? Because in social media, I feel, and, and as an online business owner, I feel like it's okay to admit when you're anxious or you're being challenged by procrastination. Um, even trauma is becoming a lot more acceptable to talk about. But I don't know if grief and sadness and depression and low motivation I think there's like a real stigma around business owners talking about those things still because it's like well if you're sad then how are you going to support me or if you're not motivated how are you going to support me so I think that it's important to recognize that if you are you know in business and you're experiencing some kind of grief or you've lo- you lost your mojo. That's how I've, I felt after, as, as well as grieving, I really lost my energy and my drive. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really feel like I wanted to share it on social media at that time and I was quite private about it. Uh, but what I would say is that for me, navigating being the CEO of my business but also the human being who has just had a loss was really important. And that meant coming at my loss from a place of compassion and hope. And so that was like, you know, just talking really kindly, really lovingly, really gently to myself um, about how I was feeling. The biggest thing is um, if you have team members, make sure you lean on your team and let them support you. Uh, Marie my beautiful VA sent me like the most lovely bunch of flowers and um, she just she just handled everything for me like I just let her know what happened and then she contacted all my clients she rescheduled everything she, she already kind of does that for me but it just felt so nourishing to have her just totally step in so that I didn't need to do anything So I think that's a really big thing. If you have got a team member in your business, make sure that you let them support you. And the other thing that I found was your purpose um, and your why will get you through in the end. um, This is something I'm so grateful for as someone who, you know, has always been like in a helping role. What I found is that helping others has always helped me get through challenging times in my life. So Um, obviously there's a bit of a happy ending to this story in that I did manage to get my mojo back (laughs) over, um, and this I guess is where the hope comes through because over summer, like December, January, um, you know, I guess just having lots of time at the beach, having lots of time off, um, yeah, lots of time with my daughter. Uh, it was, um, I just started to feel more and more like myself and so I did, just planned to launch even though I didn't have my mojo back when I started to plan to launch permission granted for 2021 I still went ahead with it in a way that was respectful to me so knowing that as a business owner I can always change my plans I still got someone to help me with my Facebook ads I still planned my launch um, you know scheduled dates kind of trusting that in the future I would feel up to launching even though at that particular time, I didn't, and that was really um, supportive for me. It might not work for everybody else, but for me, choosing some dates a little bit further along of when I was going to launch, um, you know, yeah, planning, showing up, showing up for my community, um, yeah, thinking about all the women that wanted to do permission granted again because we had quite a few women who did took the permission granted 2020 experience that wanted to do 2021 again. So, you know, those women, um, if you're listening, you know who you are and I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> um, they almost inspired me to keep going as well. when I felt like, Oh, you know, this has been such a shit year. I just don't want to, don't want to do anything in my business or in my life at the moment. Um, it was really the women that I support and um the the joy that i get from supporting them that helped me to get through so that that's my story that's my experience you know that to come at your business from a place of compassion and hope when you are grieving or if you are um you know just navigating a really challenging time in life trusting that you know um you will move through it in your own time. Uh, but you need to allow yourself to feel it. And um, yeah, your purpose or your why will get you through. For me, that it, yeah, it's literally the women that I support that keep me going. And yeah, making sure that you're open to receiving support. I think a lot of women find it really hard to receive support. And, you know, there's uh, I've spoken to a lot of women who have been told you know when they have a pregnancy loss um just get on with it and actually to be honest this is this is really terrible and this might be quite triggering as well um but when we saw we saw an obstetrician that I never met before when we had our pregnancy loss because I was meant to be going through a family birth center program where the midwives don't meet you till 20 weeks so I didn't actually really have anyone to take care of me during the miscarriage except for my GP and she was really hard to get into so she suggested a private OB um, but this private OB said to me oh you're you're too old to grieve you just have to pretend this is your period um, which honestly I'm I'm so disgusted that she said that to me um, and I do I have actually been intending to make a complaint um, to Apra about it because I actually think it's a very, Inappropriate and quite dangerous thing to say to a woman who's grieving um, because also as a counsellor, I have supported women after miscarriage who have ended up with anxiety, with low mood. Like, um, you know, a miscarriage can, um, you know, lead to other mental health challenges as well. And so I think that, you know, an obstetrician should know enough about basic mental health to not be saying things like that. But, yeah, unfortunately, there are those messages out there of just get on with it, just treat it like a period, um, you know, and I I really disagree with those messages. So, you know, anyone who's listening to this who has gone through any kind of loss, whether it is um, miscarriage or some other kind of loss or you just feel like you're grieving or you've lost your mojo, just remember that no one has the right to tell you to get over something before you feel ready um, you're the one who, who will know when you're ready. And, you know, when we try to skip through our emotions and pretend that they're not there and pretend that things didn't happen, that can be really damaging. So, um, yeah, that's my lesson <laughs> from all of this. And, um, the other lesson I would say is that I think it's really tricky with pregnancy. You know, you get told not to tell people too early. Um, but th- I also don't agree with that anymore because I, I, for whatever a few reasons, I hadn't told a lot of people about the pregnancy, and so the miscarriage felt really lonely. I felt really isolated, and I I didn't know how to bring it up with people because if I hadn't told them I was pregnant, how do I tell them that I um that I just had a miscarriage? So, it's it's a really there's no right or wrong with that, but I think um it's just something that we need to think about as as women in society a little bit more you know we all have our own personal choice to make around whether we share or don't share a pregnancy but if you feel like it's going to be more supportive to have support um, if you have had a loss then you know I I encourage you to be open about it as well because I think that's something that I could have um, supported myself a little bit better with but yeah that's it for today's episode obviously this is um, a, a a topic that can feel really tender you know so if you've listened to this and if you've resonated with it if you have had a pregnancy loss or any kind of grief recently you know I hope this is supportive for you I wanted to do this episode before Christmas because I think you know yeah navigating grief around Christmas time can be really challenging as well so that's it for today I think if anyone has any questions you're welcome to send me an email Um, I'm happy to do a follow-up episode if anything comes up Um, this was really me just riffing from the heart remembering my experience um, almost a year later Um, and yeah just permission to to grieve to do it in your own time like it's taken me almost a year to share this loss with my community. I know other women that share straight away, and there's no right or wrong. It's just that we're all so different, and we all have different ways um, to manage being CEOs, to manage, um, you know, being on social media and and showing sharing certain parts of our lives. And I guess this is a way that I've chosen to manage this experience for me. But um, there is no right or wrong. So. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it's probably got a really different energy to my usual episodes, but I wanted to share this with you. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you have found um, this supportive, then I'd be so grateful if you could share a five star review. Um, And yeah, happy to chat to anyone who has any questions. Have a beautiful week and I will see you next week uh, for I think what we have coming up next is possibly an interview with my husband, Nick, uh, who some of you know from social media or permission to start experiencing more joy and rest. I haven't actually decided what's coming up next week yet, but it will be something really fun. Uh, And yeah, I will speak to you all next week. Bye beauties.